Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of the Conservative Daily Podcast. I am filling in with uh, Joe Altman. I am Jake Freho. Joe, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little bit out of town right now. We're trying to get all this equipment working in a different state. So, Mr. Producer, well, while, while you're at it, could uh, you maybe not make me look like a vampire? Uh, the, the, the saturation <laughs> is, is off on this. Uh, but besides, I, I, don't th- I don't think I don't think you look like a vampire. I, mean, I do. You're, you're sitting in, you're sitting in my seat in the studio, so we would expect as much. Uh, yes. All right. So uh, big week today. Uh, starting today, uh, we have a, a, a significant development coming out of the Supreme Court. We have uh, the nominee is is being set in front of the confirmation committee, and like everything the Biden administration does. Uh, whatever, uh, what did Trump say? Whatever uh, turns woke goes to, uh, and now we have that. We have uh, Miss Kentahi, uh, Kentaji Brown Jackson is uh, set to replace, I, I forget the other guy's name, uh, set to replace her, uh, him, as the Supreme Court justice. And uh, as with anything that the left does, they said we need to go and find a, a woman of color. Doesn't matter if she's qualified. Doesn't matter, you know. We just need a woman of color, and we'll throw her right in. And, and now we have her. And what's even more concerning is we, we look at all the distractions coming out from everything else around us. Whether it's inflation, you know, distracting people from uh, further uh, nails in the coffin that are coming their way, and what's going on in Ukraine and Europe, and and, and you know, Fauci's coming back saying a, a pandemic, uh, and Gates are coming out and saying, you know, measures aren't over a pandemic, another one's right around the corner. And now we have uh, Miss Kentahi Brown Jackson uh, being nominated. Uh, Joe, do you have, have you done any research into her? Um, yeah, I have. I mean, the fact that she has been easy on uh, pedophiles and, and uh, people that were caught with pornography. She's got some radical um, ideologies. I think what's really interesting about all of this is that they are pushing a narrative right now that creates chaos. And she's just another one that adds to that. I I don't think that if we if we look at uh, um, the people that were nominated, first of all, I don't know if you if you know this, but she went to Harvard. Right. Uh, I don't I'm not sure where she went to school. Um, I wouldn't really. I mean, all the people coming out of Harvard, it's a it's a woke uh, cesspool it is, of woke it is ideology. It's a very woke environment. And I think the, the wokeness isn't what should concern everyone. It's it's what these people collectively represent. You know, I I, I think that we need to look at her as a you know, what is she going to do going forward to kind of change the um, or shift the the uh, narrative away from the Constitution, which we've seen happen over the last couple of years. I'm more concerned at the fact that Clarence Thomas, we probably need to pray for him. Clarence Thomas, we actually do need to pray for him. Uh, but he's in the hospital right now. He's been there for a couple of days with flu-like symptoms. And so they're concerned that he has uh, COVID. And, you know, two, two reasons why I'm concerned with that. One, uh, getting a illegitimate uh, uh, 
presidency to have access to or place multiple people on the uh, the Supreme Court is problematic, but um, also just feeding Clarence Thomas some of the same drugs that have killed um, over a million Americans, I think also just is, is something to worry about because, you know, ultimately the radical left has no, they have no problems killing off Americans, especially ones where it would, it would benefit them in changing the direction of the country. Well, she, you know, specifically with her, you know, when when Trump was on his way out and RBG um, was, you know, on her way out, it was very, I mean, it was the biggest thing uh, of the time. And now, you know, they did a few headlines with this woman, but really they're trying to slide her in the back door. And when you start looking, when you say she, you know, uh, poster child for radical left, socialist, woke ideology, it, when you dive a little bit deeper into it, uh, then it becomes even more concerning because everything that she, you know, should be <coughs> standing for in a in an unbiased position, uh, you're talking about uh, reproductive rights. She has uh, some very questionable uh, decisions or rulings when she was a uh, prosecutor or, or, or attorney. Uh, she worked for the uh, Department of Defense or out, out of Washington, D.C., uh, on a lot of uh, Guantanamo Bay uh, detainees. So she's actually very um, pro the things that have gotten the cities into the mess that they're in now. So pro pro crime, actually. Uh, she's pro abortion. And her ruling in Massachusetts was actually specific to uh, disregarding the Constitution. She had her part in passing a law in Massachusetts that created buffer zones around abortion clinics. So she helped ram through legislation that made First Amendment rights to protest, peaceful protest and assembly uh, banned and illegal from a certain uh, clearance zone around these, uh, around these facilities. And then you start looking into what she did for, uh, as, uh, as a defender of these, these detainees in Guantanamo Bay. And one of them, uh, Kal Ali Ghul, was actually a, part of the masterminds that went into planning a direct strike on a, a military base, a uh, forward operating base in Salerno in December 2002, which I believe was in Afghanistan. So, you know, there's, there's two different, you know, sectors of uh, constitutional uh, bias that she's most likely going to have in upholding anything uh, if she gets confirmed. And then the third one is she had a, a, a lot to do with rulings against Trump in 2018 and 2019 for a variety of different cases. So not, so not sure how much you um, look at this and say, I wonder if she can, you know, administer the law fairly. But from the looks of it, that, that's far from where she's going to go. Well, I mean, we, we have to start looking at some other things as well. I mean, look, I want to I want to just take her as a larger symptom to everything that's happening. I think we have to look at that. We have to look at all the other things that we're dealing with right now. We have uh, Governor Whitner, Whitmer that is saying that she wants to shut down a pipeline that could be catastrophic if it ever leaked um, into the the uh, um, Great Lakes. You have uh, the, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Fox News literally printing op-eds on why um, uh, Brown Jackson should be put on the um, put, put on the bench. You have what's happening in uh, Ukraine 
you have uh, the uh, uh, Apple being giving hundreds of millions of dollars for for jobs. You have uh, the the massive amount of crime. You have the defense secretary downplaying the use of hypersonic missiles. You have, I mean, if you just go down the line, it's 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 utter chaos across the country. And so they're they're creating this chaos so they can get things done. Like this is this is what the radical left does. And we've got to figure out a way to step back and say, listen, we 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 really don't we don't really don't care what happens in Ukraine. And I'm sorry, I just don't. Ukraine is not America. Ukraine is not what's happening here. We have we have this radical woman who believes that abortion. I, I mean, I guess I guess it's it's good for her. Um, killing off an entire generation of, of black people is something that any normal person would be for. But we have to start settling down and start looking into into our society, holding these leaders accountable. And the only way we do that is to just ignore all this outside and just concentrate on things that are most important. Because the reason why we're here to begin with is we had a stolen election in 2020. And we probably had stolen elections that date back decades. Right. Just the last. And something we'll cover towards the end of the show, uh, but they're coming in hard to protect it. So, they're, I mean, it's a smash and grab of every single institution and department in this, uh, in this country and in, in, in government. And they're coming, to, they're coming to protect it. They're coming to make it so that any of the choices they make uh, will, will not be able to be repealed. And, you know, this was just one of the things coming out of this week is the nomination of this woman uh, who is extremely, you know, far left. And then uh, the DHS, uh, or I'm sorry, the, the director the, uh, of the HHS, uh, Javier Becerra, is coming out now. And you can see all these little pieces starting to align, right? Where uh, they're, they're, everything's coming together for the master plan of nationalizing all sectors of the government so that there's no chance in hell that they ever lose it. Uh, so very, very drastic, uh, very dire times. Uh, but Mr. Producer, if you could pull up image uh, number four, the HHS uh, secretary who has you know jumped off the uh, uh, woke diving board is saying that the most pressing uh, mission or the central mission of the department now is uh, health equity. And health equity is this idea that the same thing of uh, you know going in and, and you can pull that down, Mr. Producer, or you can leave it up. I have a, another cut after it. Uh, the, the the whole thing of the uh, healthcare equity is no different than you know defunding the police and sending out mental uh, counselors to go knock on doors in the inner city. So it's just stripping it all down. We actually have a, a cut five minutes producers a, a short video uh, showing where this guy's interests may lie and, and 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 what's coming down the pipeline as these globalist entities and the nationalization of all sectors of our government. Uh, is coming to a head. So play cut five, Mr. Producer. Assembly President, Director General Tedros, fellow ministers and distinguished leaders, on behalf of the United States, I want to extend our thanks to the leadership of the World Health Organization and the staff who have worked tirelessly for the health and well-being of all humanity. I want to thank the Pan American Health Organization for leading efforts to combat the pandemic and deliver much needed supplies and vaccines to our neighbors in the Americas, as well as AFRO and its concurrent work to respond to multiple Ebola outbreaks on top of COVID-19. And of course, I want to express our gratitude and support for our frontline workers whose sacrifices and services are appreciated more than I can express with words. The COVID-19 pandemic not only stole a year from our lives, 
it stole millions of our lives. Now we must honor our departed by taking urgent action this year to strengthen health security and pandemic preparedness so that we are better prepared for the next global health crisis. This means improving global triggers so all countries take swift action toward the next biological threat. This means establishing a global health security financing mechanism that is sustainable with strong accountability and oversight. And this means developing surge capacity for the global manufacturing of personal protective equipment, vaccines, therapeutics, diagnostics, and the healthcare workforce. We cannot forget that people are the backbone of any response and must ensure and increase investments in our healthcare workforce. And we must also do more to understand our current pandemic and look forward toward detecting, preparing, and responding to future biological threats. Phase two of the COVID origin study must be launched with terms of reference that are transparent, science-based, and give international experts the independence to fully assess the source of the virus and the early days of the outbreak. As member states of the WHO, we need to come together and finish this fight against COVID, our greatest test. We need to fully implement and adhere to obligations under the international health regulations. We need to improve transparency, immediately share critical information about outbreaks with pandemic potential, and strengthen health systems to withstand shocks. Global collaboration will be key in tackling the many challenges still before us. All righty, you collaboration pull Collaboration with non-state actors. Take this down, take this down, take this down. Global I want to say something that's really, really important. It, it's not just global collaboration. They're trying to basically warm us up to the idea that we're in this global society. And this goes back to the same thing that Harari, same thing that Klaus Schwab was saying, same thing that, that uh, George Soros has said. They're basically acting as kings of our entire society globally. They're, they're talking about international this, international that, international committee, international. They are trying to basically say that it doesn't matter that you're in America anymore. You have to adhere to standards that are that we set um, across the world. For your health, for this your is safety. The, and this is someone that, that is supposed to be standing for the people, the American people. Well, so if you want to know why the border is open, I, I'll, I'll keep saying it over and over and over again. You want to know why they're creating chaos, letting criminals on the street. They want to create chaos. And the only way to actually get past this, and, and as I was sitting here listening to that, Jake, all I could say to myself is, we're past the point of no return. I agree. We are literally sure. past the point of no return. I, I do not know how we get out of this without, um, without blood being spilled. I just don't. I don't, I don't see it. And, and frankly, does that, does that make me one that, that uh, is advocating for violence? No. But no, look I, at not, what and they I, are doing. N neither am I. What, what neither am I. But you know, just from like referencing historical precedent, there's no way. There is no way. There are two ways out of this for the American people. One, what you mentioned, and two, it. I mean, uh, it, it's inevitable in the end. But uh, option two is that by the time they're done bleeding everyone else out, they're going to leave the people in such a state of disarray and panic that then that option is going to be what what comes about. So I, I, I don't really see another way out of it, not advocating for it, but we're heading to a reinvention of, of our system of living, of our way of life that, you know, when, when, when it wakes these people up, it's, 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 it's going to be uh, a nightmare. Uh, Mr. Producer, you can pull up image number six, uh, gets into the 
other points that we have to cover. But Health Secretary Javier Becerra warns of COVID fund shortage. So after watching him pull that, after watching uh, this, that uh, video of him go on and on about us, we, global community, Tedros, the World Health Organization, money, 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 we need more money, we need you to give us more money. That's all this gets down to. All of these, you know, the parents have found out that the kids have had the credit card, right? And that's what they're, they're doing all of this to make sure the parents don't see that credit card statement. And it's at your expense. It's at my expense. It's at your kid's expense. It's at my, the expense of the kids that I have not had yet that they are going to do everything in their power and more and more drastically. It's like when a corporation finds out that their accountant's been, you know, stealing from them for years. Uh, that's the level of damage control there. And we see it with the healthcare. I mean, uh, hundreds of billions of dollars for COVID test kits being ordered from our uh, foreign enemies, uh, not being used, money disappearing, uh, a huge blank check. We sent $14 billion to Ukraine for border, you know, for their border security. And we, we're spending $100 million a day to keep ours open and not do anything about it. So... And then, then we get into Hunter Biden. Is that 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 reality is lingering uh, with the uh, the wonderful uh, Prince of Parmesan, uh, Mr. Producer? If you could uh, pull up image number seven, got a few more things on on the uh, HHS um, part. But Becerra, the man in the video, also goes on to um, celebrate the anniversary 12, 12 years of the Affordable Care Act. So this is all the Obama administration you know, lurking in the shadows. It's the third term of Obama. And he's celebrating uh, the advancement of, you know, you know the, the, the change that came about from the Affordable Care Act, talking about health care being a right over and over. Again, you can pull that, Mr. Producer. And the idea of uh, health equity, this is the really scary part because everything else is, I mean, also terrifying. But uh, news uh, article on Fox, HHS Secretary Becerra pushes health equity and goes into saying that uh, spoke Friday on the first year of his term in the position made clear that health equity would be the central mission of his department. Becerra fielded questions uh, talking about uh, during his remarks, Becerra repeatedly used the term equity, which denotes the rationing and allocating of resources based on perceived social status, privilege and disenfranchisement. Uh, disenfranchisement so the whole thing here is going that your health care is now going to be uh entirely uh, commandeered by woke leftist ideology well we can look at what what has happened across the world in these socialist environments and what it's done to people uh, look we we want to we, we want to we, we pretend that we're not in a war we're in a war right now we're in a war and the more you start seeing that they want to prop up a black woman, look, I'd love for a black woman to get on the Supreme Court, but I want a black woman to get on the Supreme Court because that's the best candidate to be on the Supreme Court, because that's the best person that that has that has honored the ideals of of uh, the American spirit, and that's not what she does. But as we start looking across the board at what they've done in these radicalized positions across the country, you know, I, I can't help but look back and probably say that President Trump made a few grave errors. He should have cleaned the whole place out. He should have literally just gone and found a plumber on the street. I mean, this sounds radical, but a plumber on the street and said, hey, listen, will you stand up for the people within your community? All right, you're going to go run HSS. HSS. 
Yep. And you'd say, well, that, that doesn't make any sense. And I would tell you, look, what they have done to our country, they have, create, they have created this environment where the suffering that you're about to feel, you haven't even started to feel it yet. Yeah. And, and as we start walking down this pathway and they start talking about NATO and international and, and we're going to put a black person in the Supreme Court, this is, this is all just pandering to ideas and feelings and ignoring the facts of what they've done in everything that they've ever touched. They have destroyed every community, every everything that the, that the Democrats have ever even touched remotely has has turned into absolute uh, turmoil for for those communities. Well, right before we get into the next part, let's uh, remind everyone that uh, today's episode is brought to you by Liberty Cigar Company. Uh, Mr. Producer, who put up that image. Uh, Liberty Cigar Company has assembled the first six presidents in one beautiful cigar collection. These great men, uh, also known as the uh, the House of the Pre or the Early Republic series, these great men guided our nation admirably from the very beginning in the period known as the Early Republic. Each cigar mirrors the personality of the one so honored, including a George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, James Monroe, and John Quincy Adams cigar. In honor of President's Day, the conservative daily audience will receive 17.76% off on the Early Republic series using discount code LIBERTY at libertycigars.com. That is discount code LIBERTY at libertycigars.com. All right, so let's get into some other things that are happening right now that the media is not covering that should be covered. And that ties back to, again, what we're dealing with in Ukraine. And you would say, well, how does, how does Ukraine have anything to do with what we're dealing with right now? Or does this have anything to do with Ukraine? Um, this has been the hotbed, the playground, these pieces of that are within our our leadership and their sons. Hunter Biden's laptop um, <laughs> came back, right? So we have Hunter Biden's laptop um, came back into the uh, fold in part because of what Marco Polo and Garrett Zagler has been doing specifically to uncover every piece of what was in that laptop. Um, so as we look as we as we look at this. I want to remind you guys that this is the, uh, the son of, of uh, the regime leader that uh, is in the White House right now, uh, Hunter Biden. I think, I think that is number uh, here. If we cut can. eight. Cut uh, eight. Let's is, uh... show uh, cut number. Okay. Uh, cut, eight cut eight is uh, got, got with cut eight, Mr. Producer. According to the New York Times, Hunter Biden paid off a significant tax liability. The payment was made following his public announcement about a federal investigation after the 2020 election. The investigation into the president's son is ongoing, but there are currently no charges against the younger Mr. Biden. CBS News senior investigative correspondent Catherine Herridge is with me now. Catherine, great to see you. According to today's New York Times, Hunter Biden, quote, paid off a significant tax liability. What do we know independently about this. Well, Ed, our investigative team reached out to the U.S. attorney in Delaware, the IRS, the FBI, as well as two attorneys, we believe, either represented Hunter Biden in the past or currently represent Hunter Biden, and they did not get back to us. But what we know from our own reporting is our understanding is that this grand jury and the investigation continues to move forward. And a legal contact who is familiar with the matter told us that if Hunter Biden paid off these back taxes, this could limit his exposure in the future. But he emphasized it would not close the door on potential tax fraud charges. 
That's an interesting point, that in essence, if charges were to come, his lawyers would be able to say, well, okay, but he paid him off, so if anything, the, the charges against him or the ultimate sentence might be, be, might be less. Correct. Um, mm -hmm. So this started as an inquiry mm -hmm. and is now an investigation. And in the legal world, there is a big difference between those two. Remind us what it might be. Well, that's right, Ed. It started as a tax inquiry under the Obama administration, and then it broadened into an investigation that went beyond these tax-related yeah, issues. And soon. if you recall, really since 2016... This is the son of the president of the United States. He was involved in it. I mean, the the it, level it, of criminality... But, Go ahead. No, you're, you're absolutely right. The level of criminality throughout the entire this entire cabal across the globe. You know, we keep playing stuff over and over and over again, talking about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and the things that these people have done collectively. But let's not also forgive the other things like Susan Rice and, and Barack Obama, and even going back to uh, the comments and the collective behavior of uh, George Bush and, and uh, Bill Clinton. I mean, they're, they're building in a political elite that allows them to get away with with, with basically enslaving the American people and enslaving, enslaving people across the globe. I mean, th this, is a, this is a scary thing that we're talking about. This is, not, this is not just about Hunter Biden. This is about the fact that Hunter Biden can get away with something. And, and frankly, what, what is Joe Biden going to do when his son gets indicted? How is Joe Biden going to handle that? There's never been a historical example of that, of a president's son being indicted, I, I think. And I mean, you know, for the thousands of things that are on that laptop, the, the thousands of instances of criminality, whether it's, I mean, this is a guy, you, I mean, you can't make this up. This is a guy that his, his brother died. He started sleeping with his brother's widow. And then while he was with his brother's widow, he goes and gets a stripper in D.C. pregnant. D.C. stripper gives birth to his son. He claims that it's not his son, does not pay child support for that child. Then a paternity test comes back and says, it's your son. And then he continues not to pay child support. So they're not even smooth criminals. These are, these, their behavior is on par with the, you know, the, the guy hiding behind a gas station selling you know, crack out of a backpack. Their level of, 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 of class and, and, and business prowess is, is, is that of a street-level criminal. But they're in the highest power in office. They operate... Yeah, but they don't, they, they don't have to apologize for it. I mean, the, the judiciary is so compromised. This is why I say to everyone that's listening, listen, the time to get in the gap is now. We are literally going to have to honor our obligation under the Declaration of Independence, which basically says that you have an obligation to stand up when tyrannical forces move against you, both domestically and foreign and domestic. And that's what we're dealing with right now. We actually have domestic terrorists inside of our communities that have literally destroyed the fiber of what we represent as Americans. And they don't have to. They, I mean, look at what's happening with murderers being let out onto the street, committing another crime and then being let out again. I mean, this is we are dealing with a terroristic group of people that just want to terrorize us as Americans. And we're supposed to tolerate it. So I'm going to stop pretending that I'm, I'm going to tell you that, oh, we can just we can wait that, you know, somewhere along the line, it'll all course correct itself. It's not course correcting itself because these people want to destroy every foundation that we have. And because those those tentacles get into places like the judiciary and the judiciary is so compromised, they can just sit and wait. So even if we're able to restore order, 
these criminal uh, judges and these criminals inside of the legislative group. And I'm not just talking about Democrats, people. I'm talking about the rhinos and the and the others within our establishment on both sides of the aisle that literally do not stand up for the American people. They have been bought and paid for. They are compromised. Well, they've all been doing what Hunter's been doing. He was just sloppy and got caught. You know, so that's why they're all sitting on their hands, not saying anything. But they don't care. But they don't care if they get caught. There, there's no care about getting caught. They don't care if they get caught. Why? Why would they care if they get the caught? What are the consequences? Right. This has been We've going on for any. years. We've never seen any. There's no consequences for the behavior of these radical leftists. This is the devil incarnate. That they literally are putting the devil out in full force, and they're they're mocking us with. And so I look at it and go, you know, police officers are going to have to start making a decision. And I was talking to one in downtown Denver the other day, and he goes, look, I arrested two people for literally beating a woman near to death. And the DA, Beth McCain, failed to prosecute. She's like, no, I don't have enough evidence. He's like, well, I sat there and watched him, that these two people beat this woman. What do you mean you don't have enough evidence? Well, there's, there's no, there's, there's not enough evidence to, to support a conviction. So putting this violent criminals, these violent criminals back on the street. And it turns out that those violent criminals, as we start walking through these investigations, are part of the Antifa group. We, we have got to get to a place where we recognize that we're finished. Like we're there, there's no there's no more time. Right. We have. And, and just to, to kind of put a little bit of uh, tech, texture to this, look at what's happening in Wisconsin. Look what Robin Voss said. Hey, look, we know that there's massive widespread fraud, but there's nothing we can do about it. We have to win the next election. So we're allowing people to cheat in a game to stay in that position after cheating. This is like in the uh, 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 deflate game, right, with, with Tom Brady. Uh, we want to hold him accountable. We want to hold the, 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 the coaching staff accountable. We can't even hold people accountable for violent crimes against our, our, our fellow Americans. I, mean, I, I think – And you look – I think the way the elites see it is that we're in the point of time now that was, you know, Louis the Thirteenth and Marie Antoinette were sitting up in their ivory tower, looking down into the field, saying, "Oh, the peasants are sharpening their axes now. Uh, should we be concerned?" And so it's that moment of of damage control, where before the peasants get into the castle, uh, they, you know, they're doing everything they can to make sure they can't. And in a modern sense, it's done legislatively. It's done uh, through all of these restrictions they're throwing upon us, uh, you know, even to the point where they want to do away with cash. So everything about your life is, is so that that uh, French uh, revolution aspect of w historically, whenever this has been done to people, comes about, uh, they're doing everything, they're, they're readying everything so the people are as ill-equipped as possible. I'm going to interrupt now to remind everyone that this episode is brought by Air Med Care Network. Uh, today's podcast is again sponsored by Air Med Care Network. Do you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road? Do you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors? Health insurance won't always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight, but with Air Med Care Network, you're covered. For as little as $85 per year, your whole household will be covered in case you ever need an air medical transport. If you use code, promo code DAILY, that is promo code DAILY, you will receive up to a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today do not take the amazon gift card we are trying to do everything possible that jeff bezos does not get richer but um that investigation into uh biden is uh you know you say there are no consequences but i think by hunter is is this weird circumstance in which it's like 
not sure if you've ever seen the movie Malibu's Most Wanted, but it's like this complete degenerate kid of uh, a powerful figure that is so screwed up from doing what he was, you know, for many years, he was the bag man for his father, um, meeting with some of the most dangerous people in the world to pick up duffel bags, right? Uh, those people break, and that's probably why Hunter struggled with addiction so much. And, you know, he's the punching bag for his father. I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's child abuse. What was done with Hunter is child abuse. And I think the real advantage is that he's such a broken person that if he really gets held with his feet to the flames, he might just think for himself. He might just go all in. Because from what is coming out of the investigation well, into I mean, his finances... Go ahead. <laughs> How did how did he get to you know how did, why did he take some of the videos that he took why did he take some of the pictures he took it's almost as if he really wants to thank um, the family that he just can't stand he despises his father which you know would would make a lot of sense considering what kind of man he is but you know there, there's a lot of secrets that, that Hunter has that if he started spilling those secrets it could be very bad for a lot of people I mean you and even not saw just with the Biden administration but Obama. You saw it with Ashley. I mean, the whole family. I mean, the whole family is the kids are screwed up and they're screwed up because, I mean, probably you look at Biden and Jill and Jill Biden, you know, they're, they're, they're terrible people. So I, I think the greatest uh, uh, opportunity is actually getting Hunter to roll over uh, from from uh, the, the lawyer of stripper. Uh, Mr. Producer put up image number nine. Lawyer of stripper who had Hunter Biden's daughter says he expects the president's son to be... This came out a few days ago. This came out right before the weekend. President's son to be indicted in his criminal tax probe in Delaware and hands prosecutors more financial documents. So, you know, it's one of those things like had he just, you know, acknowledged that it was his kid and paid... It's not that they didn't have the money. They, you know, the blank check of the American public, but that's how greedy and selfish they are that they can't even do what's good to cover up what they've done wrong. So uh, Clint Lancaster, who represents Roberts, said that he was complying with a subpoena in turning over a significant amount of Hunter's financial records. Says, quote, I expect him to be indicted. Just based on what I saw in his financial records, I would be surprised if he's not indicted. And they're saying, if Biden were indicted, it's likely he'd be convicted. Federal prosecutors tout an over 95% conviction rate. Remember, Al Capone didn't go to jail for everything else. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on, let's let's stop being, let, let's stop, you know, with the uh, wishful thinking. He's not going to be indicted. If he is indicted, he's not going to be charged. And if he is charged, he's not going to go to jail and he's not going to be convicted. Why? Now, where have they ever not taken care of their own little cabal? We are in a lawless society right now. Lawless. I mean, so I, I just want to be really clear. I don't give a, I don't give a shit about a Hunter Biden. I don't care about him. I could care less about Hunter Biden. I could care less about Joe Biden. I could care less about any of it. All I care about is how do we restore order into our society? And part of it is we just have to start pushing out this chaos and focusing in on the problem. Let's work the problem. And in this case, it's going to take mass protests and mass amount of pressure put on people in positions of power and authority and getting rid of, we have to start over. We have to start over. You, you start talking about on the the voter rolls, and we just need to throw out the voter rolls, make everyone re-register. And they're like, ah, oh, we, we won't do that. Because it eliminates all of their ability to control us as people. Well, the same could be said for the judiciary. The judiciary is completely compromised. So we take the entire judiciary, we throw it out. We start over again. We are literally headed towards a massive civil war. Massive civil war. 
Uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm trying to take the stance of, you know, you've told me to be a little more optimistic. You start seeing these developments. But, I mean, if I were being a, a realist, no, I'd agree with you 100%. I'd say that that's, that's inevitable. There will be no, I mean, there will be no change made. And I, I don't disagree with you in any sense. We're, we're not talking about a group, big group of people. We're talking about a couple thousand people that are controlling 300 million Americans. Or how do you get the public to see to, that? I, 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 want, I want you to know how massive, how massive of a con this is on the American people. It's massive, of ma epic proportion. We have a couple thousand people across the entire nation that are literally orchestrating and creating and using, abusing power and creating opportunity for themselves while making themselves amplified and look bigger than they are. That's why they talk about, and that's why they placate stuff in the media about a black Supreme Court, black woman as a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. It's all to placate people to look like, hey, there's more of us out there. We're trying to do what's good for you. Not recognize that you're putting cyanide into the system that is already infected with massive amounts of cancer. So the way, the way that we get past this is really easy. We just stop it. We stop. You know, I, I want to point this out. We had a we had an assembly, um, several assemblies in several states, uh, and and I know this is going to drive the radical lefts, leftists, especially in Colorado, like Kyle Clark, nuts. Um, but we were able to sweep entire assemblies with FEC United candidates, sweep them completely, like people that have signed the pledge to stand up for the American people, to go back in the community and do the bidding of the people within their community, and to walk away from special interests. So. We, we literally swept the entire deal. Now, part of that is, is that we were able to put people into delegate uh, positions and do that. But there's a lot. It, it's also not it's, it's common sense. It's the, the reason why we were able to do that in the way that we were able to do it is because most people actually want what's best for other Americans. And this is just another litmus test of what they're trying to put in front of us. The mainstream media is trying to put in front of us with these radical pieces of trash that are trying to basically transform our, our entire society, make your, your kids uh, victims of some sort of uh, gender confusion. But the way that we get back, I'm gonna say it again, the way we get back to it is we just, we take it back. We, it, it's, it's not hard, it's really not hard. We have to stop thinking that it's some complicated, let's walk over here and tap on your head and rub on your belly. We can't do that anymore. We have to start recognizing that little by little, one by one, they make us poorer. They take things away from us. They increase commodity costs on, on, and prices on goods. They uh, put inflation through the roof. Then they just give themselves a 21% raise yeah, on expenses. So it stops everything from happening. Guys, we can solve this quickly. We can solve this very quickly. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to put, put together, we've put together a platform that will allow for Americans across the country to engage and speak. And then we'll just, we'll do, we'll put us, put ourselves in a position where we show up with 50,000 on every doorstep at the same time in every city and every, in every state across the country. And we say we've had enough. Excellent. Let me uh, remind everyone that our uh, episode today is brought to you by IP Vanish, Mr. Producer. Tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you or you're concerned about the privacy of your identity. Using incognito mode won't solve the problem either. IP Vanish is here to protect you. Uh, it's a virtual private network, so it uh, cuts where uh, your information is going and who can track you. It's here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. 
IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. Go to IPVanish.com daily and use promotional co code daily and claim your 70% savings on their package. All right. So in, in lumping all, everything, all of that together, when we, we look at uh, the Supreme Court nominee, what the uh, HHS secretary is saying, and then the actions of Hunter Biden. Uh, Mr. Producer, do you have the, the visual for Ash from uh, what's going on in Colorado? Since you're a Colorado, um, it's in the Signal Channel. Uh, if you, um, Joe, want to go into the bill that's coming up to vote um, this week in Colorado pertaining to election laws, I think you probably cover that better than I could. Yeah, so this is uh, uh, Senate Bill uh, 22153. This bill, I don't know if we can put it up, Mr. Producer. Do you have the stuff on this? Um, this is the one we talked about last week that is, again, using Colorado as a breeding ground, as a, as a test bed for what they can do across the country. They are trying to centralize power to the Secretary of State, take it away from individual county clerks and recorders, and make it illegal and um, criminal for you to voice your disapproval of the secretary of state or any elected official. And you, so you literally you know are not using? allowed to talk about them. Do you know what they're using to, to make this example? Tina Peters. It's all like it's uh, there. It, Tina Peters is, is, is the poster child that Griswold is using to advance this and, 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 and paint Tina as a, uh, you know, a criminal terrorist to ram this through. It's, it, it's the most incredible polishing of, 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 of a narrative that I've ever seen. Yeah, so, I mean, as, as we start looking at what we're dealing with collectively in, um, in the, the uh, uh, Colorado legislature, that they are, they're coming after Tina for uncovering the fraud. And by the way, at 9 o'clock today, I do believe at 9 o'clock this morning, they had a uh, press release. And in that press release, let me see if I can find the, the stuff for this. But in that press release, they were able to uncover um, the fact that the commissioner's race in uh, Mesa County was stolen. It was actually stolen. And they actually were able to uncover and get into the machines and prove that the election material uh, inside of Mesa County was fraudulent. So now you have the things that are coming out with SB 22153, where they basically want to make it illegal for you to look into any elections into the future and say, hey, listen, you just have to trust us, which what does that remind you of? Fauci? And then as you start walking, <laughs> as you start walking down this process, they want us to respect the government apparatus. And how do you respect the government apparatus when everything that they say and everything that they do up until this point is designed to make you more enslave you more and keep in mind that as they're doing all this stuff and trying to change change laws right as they're trying to do all of these things they're also saying you didn't give us enough of your tax dollars we need more money we need to pay for 52 this. cents of every yeah how are we going to pay for it you yeah. need to help us pay for it and once so you get down have... to where you go ahead so i have some of the the sections open I and mean, this is, looks like something that is straight out of 1984 require all election officials section six and, uh, and seven require this is what's coming to vote require all election officials to be certified after indoctrination in courses provided by the secretary of state so essentially uh every county loses its autonomy to say i want to use this machine i don't want to use this machine i want to use paper ballots we want to do a hand count everything gets run through the funnel 
of the Secretary of State's, and this is the example they want to set all across the country. Um, so everything gets dictated by, in Colorado, Jenna Griswold's um, edicts. And so you, you go through this. Uh, Section 9 restricts access to voting equipment, making it a crime for unauthorized persons to enter the voting system room. Uh, Section 10 requires every county of less than 1,000 voters, uh, which uh, about, is about 64 counties, to purchase and use computer voting systems. So they're mandating the use of a private company. They're mandating that uh, uh, counties no longer have access to uh, autonomy of, of their own counties decisions and the punishments are severe. Right. i mean they make it a felony a hundred thousand dollar fine it's this is crazy but let's we have a video a couple of videos that kind of describe this so mr producer let's play the first video um that is uh talking about sb 22153 the uh, bill to steal more of the voice of the american people especially in colorado go ahead and play it too radical for Colorado. Your legislators are about to vote on 22-153, the Colorado Election Security Act. Bill 153 removes the local checks and balances of our elections and centralizes power in the hands of Jenna Griswold. Jenna Griswold is officially both imbalanced and unchecked. This is the end, and they're rushing it through the state house in hopes you won't notice. Jenna Griswold's radical takeover of elections looks a lot like communism. Did you vote for that? Save our elections. Make us free. Demand a no on 153. And one more thing. This ad wasn't paid for. Every aspect of its production was volunteered by those opposed to tyranny in the name of democracy. Freedom matters. Freedom matters. All right, so we have we have one more that uh, we have the one before that. Let's plug on and play that as well. By the way, if you're wondering why I'm playing what's happening in Colorado, it's because it's whatever happens in Colorado is eventually going to end up at the doorsteps of every other state across the nation. And when I talk about mass protests and the trucker protest and what they've been able to do there. The police are going to have to make a decision. Do they stand with the American people? Or do they stand with these these communist crap bags that are trying to steal the voice and steal the soul of our country? So let's go ahead and play the next video as well. Too radical for Colorado. Your legislators are about to vote on 22-153, the Colorado Election Security Act. Bill 153 removes the local checks and balances of our elections and centralizes power in the hands of Jenna Griswold. Jenna Griswold is officially both imbalanced and unchecked. Looks a lot like communism. Did you vote for that? Demand a no on 153. Uh, yes, I'm confident in the Colorado's, uh, Colorado's election system. A horrible person. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we're at the, we're at the door. We're at the devil's doorstep. You just got to decide. And, and so people in the comments have been saying that this is biblical. Joe, hey, that what we're dealing with is biblical. So I will tell you, it may be biblical. It is biblical, but it doesn't mean that we have to just lay down. I mean, there's two ways that this can go. One is judgment and that we're headed towards the, the end of the, of the world as we know it. The other, which is redemption. And we have to push for the redemption. 
They are literally trying to mock everything about anyone that stands up for freedom and for America first. Yet that's the most popular thing about what we're dealing with today in our society is that people are just, they want, they want more of a seat at the table. They want to be able to feed their families. They want to be able to have opportunity for their children. And they're just taking that away from all of us. So now you have to decide whether or not that's something you want to, you want to do or you don't want to do. You want to let them do it? Great, let them do it. But I think we're at the place right now where we have to make a decision on whether or not this, our country is worth it and whether or not it's important enough for you to stand up. Well, in the, the biblical sense, the people had to be completely destroyed before they could recognize it, no? Yeah, so absolutely. That, that's where I'm a little concerned that that's how far it has to go, is that people are going to end up so far in the gutter before they start to wake up. So it's up to people like us to, to really try to get that out there, but it, it's, it's disheartening. I tried to be a little optimistic today about it, uh, talking about the Hunter Biden stuff, but maybe, maybe in, in the biblical sense, the people need, need it to go the full length before they, they realize what's been done to them. Yeah, so w w when, we, when we talk about what the solutions are, because I always want to make sure that we talk about solutions, otherwise, you, you know, we put ourselves in a position where it's just hopeless. Well, it's not, it's not hopeless. We're not in a hopeless situation. Uh, there's still a lot of different things that we can do in order to protect our, um, protect our country. But the first of which is, is organize. And when I talk about organizing, I want to take a minute and see if I can get everyone to do this for me. So everyone to do this for me. How many apps does everyone have on their phone? You have like 5,000 apps on your phone? Jake, how many apps you got on your phone? Uh, maybe 50. <laughs> maybe 50. Uh, I was seeing if you're going somewhere with this with social media. I don't have anything on social media. I don't have social media. So you still have Okay, so if you, if, if you can go to uh, the site commissioned.global. Commissioned. Mr. Producer, go ahead and see if you can put that up. Commissioned.global. So the, the app is called Commissioned. Commissioned. You got that, Mr. Producer? So if we can if we can do this. So we went ahead and built an entire system, an ecosystem, based on how we can connect collectively. Um, and so we built a group, and inside that group across the country, you'll have the ability to communicate with other people that are like-minded. Um, this is an app that's on the Apple uh, uh, Play Store. It is also on I'm not, I'm not trying to, to get you to add another social media environment. This does have social media characteristics, but if you go to commissioned.global and you go and you sign up in there, there's a, a place where you can go to FEC United. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because we spent $50,000 creating this environment that'll allow you to connect to other people. So we're building out groups across the entire country, each one of those groups, and we'll, we're gonna do an entire show on this um, in the next couple of weeks because we go live on April 1st. So just get ready for it. Go to the commissioned app, download it. And then from there, look for FEC United. You can look for me as well. I am not trying to replace Truth Social. By the way, I'm on Truth Social. I'm not trying to replace any telegram. It's not what we're trying to do. We want a place that is secure. So we will vet every person that comes into the group across the country. If you are in uh, Tallahassee, Florida, you will have groups in Tallahassee, Florida. You'll be able to talk to people in your, in your environment, Tallahassee, Florida, for local action. Now, what this means is, is that it's uncensorable. You can't censor it at all. Now, the only thing that we will censor is, you know, uh, 
calls of violence, right? We're not going to do calls of violence. But what you do is in that particular area, you sign up, you get another 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 people. And let's say that you have a, a teacher that is teaching more critical race theory. Now they're teaching it across the entire globe, right? The entire country, because they're trying to weaken the constitution of our children. But as we start to stand together and we have 1,000 people or 10,000, 20,000, 50,000 people in each area, we can literally have local action. It'll also have the ability for you to set up uh, you know, pub meetings where you go and you meet at a restaurant and get together with like-minded people. Uh, you'll have the ability to get access to local officials so you can call and email and all be centralized into one area. Um, you'll have the ability to set up events and, and to uh, have other organizations that um, get involved in this particular environment as well because we have an affiliate program so that other organizations can start connecting. So we've been working on this now, Jake, for what, the last six weeks? Yeah. Did you Eight cover weeks. the, did you mention the commerce aspect of it? So it's. Yeah. So the commerce side is, is that we want to get rid of, and this is where it gets really important guys. Listen, FEC United does not have, has one paid employee and it's not me, right? Everyone else does the work inside of FEC as a volunteer. So what we wanted to do is build out the law and policy center across the nation that gave lawyers the ability to have some protection so that they can represent businesses, represent people in the community that are being, uh, persecuted, not prosecuted. And so we built a, a commerce pillar that has a membership thing for businesses where businesses can stand together. This is probably the most fascinating part of all of this. And that is you get to find people instead of going on the internet to Google and saying, all right, I need a mortgage company. I need to, to buy a car. I need to buy a house. I need to do all these different things. You go into this localized environment People that have to go through, they have to, to, to basically say that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm an American first person. I'm an American. I want to stand up for other people. Now we can start using our wallets and only doing business with those people. And so we get to strengthen our community by having these groups of, of, of businesses that are a part of it and then a law and policy center that backs it up. So we want to get rid of the Chamber of Commerce completely. And this will have the ability across the entire nation, every state, every zip code, all the way downstream, you will have the an opportunity to only do business with people who are good people. Well, that's why you said it is is not truth social. No, it's vastly different. You know, you have all these alternative platforms coming out that, I mean, all they're good for is just posting stuff, right? Just posting information. This actually yeah. allows you to come together um, because putting stuff online doesn't really do any good if physical group action is not you know, a result of it where you can get together, you can shop at a local business, you can, I mean, you, we, we just heard multiple businesses are shutting down that you knew and, and people I know on the East Coast. So it, it, it removes the digital uh, role, live action role playing that so much of the social media has given to people that they think like they're doing something, but they're really not. They're just regurgitating. Yeah. And so this is well, again, vastly different because it, it allows the the break from the digital to the physical world. Yeah. So the, there's, there's ways that we can protect each other. Right. And one of it is to be able to stand together. And I think that uh, social media as a whole has put different limitations on us. So we'll still be able to go in there and have conversations. Um, but frankly, I want to do business with people and support people within my community that, that, that have American values that, that, that literally put God first. Right. And so this will allow that to happen. And we're built, we built an entire platform. That platform will be done in the next three weeks. It'll have glitches, but we'll have mortgage companies that are local to you. You'll have, uh, 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 you know, uh, plumbers and, 
and bankers and people that are standing up that are not giving to uh, things like uh, uh, Planned Parenthood. You, we're going to have an entire ecosystem where here, here are the rules. If you want to play in this in this deal, th this has to be what you represent. And and frankly, imagine if we took all of our dollars and we used it with just within our communities with each other. I mean, the, the, the power would be tremendous, and it would start it would start doing things like checking. Uh, those other businesses that literally have stood up and said, listen, we want to silence you. We want to put a mask on you. We want to teach your kids that they can be a pink dinosaur. It takes all that out of the equation. And then if we, if we see a problem that's at the border and we have 50,000 people in one area, we can send those 50,000 people down there. We now stand as one group. We, we're, we stand as Americans. Oh, good timing too, because it's now or never, Joe. We're, uh, it is. We're about out of time, so I'll give you the last word. We are out of time. So uh, it's good to get the last word when I'm not in studio. By the way, the way it works is whoever's in studio is the one that runs the uh, podcast. If you're wondering why uh, Jake was doing the, the pushing of, of the buttons and, and the calls, it's because he's, he's in studio. I am not. I am in Texas right now, and uh, I should have the full studio here set up, so I'll be able to push buttons on my own over here by the end of the day. Well, I'll go for it then. Anyway, Joe, yeah. thank you. Uh, if you All like right. the show, you can follow Joe at uh, on Telegram. He is on Telegram. You can also find uh, Conservative Daily on Telegram at t.me slash conservative daily. If you like us, you can also go to conservativedaily.com, Rumble, DLive, Twitch, Frank Speech, and Clout Hub. Uh, big help if you could subscribe to the Rumble channel and hit the thumbs up or the, the Rumble up button for us. Puts us higher in the rankings. And if you're for the audio listeners, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Audible. Also, five-star reviews help us as we have many leftist uh, attacks trying to bring us down in the rankings. Uh, for today, that is the episode. I'm Jake Freyho. And I am Joe Oatman. And remember, the fight is not won, but the only way we win is we all stand up and fight together. You have a script. Jake, use it. God bless you all.